The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. Here we go. Film, entertainment, screenplay, Mark Reynolds, Tom Swain. This is Make My Damn Movie. So, uh, a little later on, we're going to do something we normally don't do. Uh, And that's going to be a deep dive into a particular film. Uh-oh. I'll leave it at that. Okay. So we're going to take apart a movie. The suspense is killing me. I don't know why, but I don't know. Okay. And we got a mixed bag of response regarding my 70s teen comedy, <laughs> The Quarterback's Sack. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's surprising. By far, the most talked about segment on the Make My Damn Movie podcast to date. Ever. I mean crazy huh a lot of feedback a lot of weighing in via text messaging so Uh you can stop now (laughs) i got them all of them still coming in people seemed upset about the quote-unquote sex scenes i laid out so to speak (laughs) apparently okay the gratuitous plowing Uh wasn't cutting it wasn't enough what about the gratuitous uh feathered hair well that's just standard for that period piece yeah For some strange reason, our listeners felt there should have been more dialogue during the sex scenes rather than boom right at it. Mm. Uh, See, I have a tried and true philosophy on this. You should always limit what you say during sex to (laughs) moaning and helpful tips. (laughs) That's kind of where I'm at. So the scenes stay where they are. Makes sense. Now, moving on. I have been working on my 70s screenplay. The flip side, which is based on me... In high school, and someone who's perusing Mm -hmm. this screenplay asked if I ever looked any of these people up online that I went to school with. good question. And I'm like, looking people up on the internet, I I don't do that. I really do not do that. When it comes right down to it, I don't really want to know. Do you? You really don't. No, what if they're more successful than me? That's true. A doubtful, but what if they are? That would suck. Yeah. I don't want people looking me up. Kind of no. creepy, right? Things are what they are. I don't need to stir any pot. Like the Beatles said, let it be <laughs> the end. I see what you did there. Now, we play with all these toys. Uh-huh. Okay. The fucking hell. The uh, fuck box. Shut the fuck up. Foul mouth. Ah, uh, my favorite. Dirty, self-serving shithead. <laughs> the, the, He's always on point. Yes, the asshole button. I'm an asshole. The fart machine. Right. <laughs> that one wow. came back. The awful fuck it button. Hey, fuck the fair, why don't you? Uh, okay. But I found the fuck box's sister. What in the hell? It's called the sound machine. And like the fuck box, I uh-huh. think it's like one, two, three, four. A lot of buttons. Anyway, yeah, and, and th- th- it does this. So you got kind of an applause. And you can't stop it. Oh, really? Like on the fuck it box? Yeah, you can just stutter it. Yeah, like a DJ. Yeah. The fuck box. But this you can't. 
Here's another button on the Sal machine. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know what these are. It's laughing. That's really bad. Canned laughter. Sounds like it's in a can. <laughs> uh? Hmm. That's me in the bathroom in the morning. <laughs> kind of. Whoa. That's me in the bathroom in the morning. See, but you can't stop them. Yeah, that's the downside. Whoa. What was that? Well, that's me at night. <laughs> Yikes. All alone by myself. See, I, 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 I don't know what they are. This has a dollar sign. Oh, I can cash register. Uh-huh. Drum roll. Wow. I don't like these. Now, I like that, but it's too tinny. It's very tinny. You know? There's a lot more. I'm not going to go through them. People with headphones on are just like... Yeah, the earbud people. Stop it right now. Yeah, but you just can't beat the fuck box. Because you can maneuver around with this thing, which is what I like. Oh, yeah. There's like 20 buttons on there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then I only use that or this. Fuck that shit. Or this one. Fuck off. I have them marked. Fuck yeah. And then this one. Now we're fucked. Well, that's a classic. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Anyway, thought I'd throw that in there and let you guys know what I've been doing. (laughs) Purchasing new No, I had that one. Oh, you had it. I just found it. Lucky us, right? All right, go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com if you would like to send us a message. You can do that. And we're going to read messages right now. See? Fade out. I finished. (laughs) Messages for Make My Damn Movie. <laughs> Rocky, Hackensack, New Jersey. Hackensack. Episode 91 was very entertaining from describing a horrific sex movie plot in great detail to talking about why scripts drag there was something for everyone. I believe you're being a little loose with the word everyone. <laughs> you know, Kaylee, Dublin, Ireland. The 70s teen comedy movie idea was seriously hilarious from the title reveal right through the various scenes. I, for one, would love to see the quarterback's sack. I bet you would. There you go. It's quite impressive, his sack. That not, I don't know about the movie. Oh. Derek, Gulfport, Mississippi. The quarterback's sack is one of the dumbest movie ideas ever. <laughs> I sincerely hope it was a joke. Of course, uh, it was a joke. Same as your schlong. Oh, Vinny. Yo, Vinny. McAllen, Texas. I enjoy listening to Make My Damn Movie, except when Mark brings up tossing off to Granny and Miss Hathaway <laughs> from the Beverly Hillbillies <laughs> when he was a youngster. Please stop doing that. Uh, Miss Hathaway? I don't know. You're just uh, egging him on now. Eh, man in the boat overboard. Barking mm. a jug. Lucinda, Glendale, California. It's so funny that some of the movie quotes in the movie quotes game have been used before, (laughs) and Tom still gets a few of them wrong. I do think that Mark should stop piling on, though. Yes, I I agree. I probably won't, though. Eddie, Queens, New York. I finally listened to a few episodes of Make My Damn Movie and found Mark Reynolds to be pretty damn full of himself when it comes to screenwriting. (laughs) People who tend to think they're all that usually are not. 
You can't spell extraordinary without ordinary. Oh. And you can't spell go fuck yourself <laughs> without fuck you. All true. Man. Some people had some opinions today. See, I like that one. That's not bad. But it's still tinny. It's got but. that terrible tone to it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Brenda says about me. Just a every terrible day. Tone. You have a terrible tone. <laughs> mm, well, I can go. I'll carry this around. Or. With the fuck box. Fuck that shit. Okay. All right. Uh, what are we doing? What do we have to do? I don't know. Do we have to do any what of this? What are we doing next? Oh, well, speaking of. Uh, the movie quotes game. I don't know if I like the compressor off. I don't know. You can't tell? We're talking about uh, technical stuff here. Uh, this is the movie quotes game where I read a movie quote and you tell me what movie it's from. Or try to, at least. And here's your first one out of three. I'm your father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate. <laughs> You got this one? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I remember this one. Good. From the last time. Well, what is it? Spaceballs. Very nice. Rick Moranis. Dark helmet. Yeah, dark helmet. All right, here's your second one. You're the ones who sent me the fruitcake for Christmas. It made me so sick. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Are you serious? You're gonna kick oh. yourself. Up, 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 it's, up, it's up, uh, up, uh, up. family vacation. Mm, nah, what? sorry. It's National Lampoon's Lampoon. Vacation. That's what I said. And it's Aunt Edna. Uh, here's another a, one. A dog behind the car. Yeah. I mean, aside from cheating, we were a great couple. I mean, that's what high school was about. Algebra, bad lunch, and infidelity. Oh, no. Dude, Clerks. Clerks. Dante. Oh, man. One of your favorite movies. Not even supposed to be here today. I can't believe you didn't get that. Damn it. And I'm wearing the shirt. And everything. I speak did, fluent movie quotes shirt that you won. Did not work. And it was hard for you to win that shirt. It was. Had to get three in a row. Mm-hmm. You finally did. It was almost yeah. a year. I hate to was tell it? you. Yeah. It was a long time. Oh, we're going to do the, 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 um. Oh, now it's time for the things. Um, the, uh, found. trivial pursuit TV category yes. cards in my garage. Minus the game. Just the cards. I wish you would find the movie ones. There's no way. They were just these. But uh, we're going to do them anyway. All right. I don't know why. Uh, what does the acronym MASH stand for? Medical. Uh, Mobile uh, Army uh, Surgical Hospital. Here's your second one. What was the father's profession on the Adams family? Gomez. Why don't I remember? He was a lawyer. He was a lawyer? Mm -hmm, He was. What the hell? What was Phyllis's husband's name? Mary Tyler Moore Show. Oh. Still don't know. (laughs) 
Lars. 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 Uh, <laughs> See, my dog chewed these up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's dog bites over this. <laughs> okay. Who was the character that becomes the flying nun? Oh, come on! What the hell are you talking about? Really? The flying nun? I don't know what that is. Sally Field was the flying nun. She was a flying nun? Man, I've got to tell you, too. And I shouldn't have. Oh, no. But every time I watched the flying nun, I would rush in to the bathroom. A nun? I know! It is Sally Field. Well, Sally Field. I understand. Spend figuratively time with her. As a boy, well, in, as an in adult, the choir, too. yeah, or in the confessional. At least I admitted it. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have admitted it. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know what the flying nun is. No, gosh, she was so cute, Sally Field. Oh my gosh. I mean, really, then Burt Reynolds messed her all up. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> he did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Because she was on a lot of talk shows, like The Tonight Show. Yeah. She was a big time regular guest. And man, if I got, show? yeah, if I was snuck up late to watch that, <laughs> yes. I was up even later. Oh, God. And, uh, All right. and the thing. Oh, wait. We forgot to talk about that the already. feature. <laughs> we have a thing we got to do. Yeah. But I was too busy talking about Sally Field. Boy, really, though. She was cute. I know she was. See, I was never I as a remember. kid. I was never into blondes. I was oh, yeah? like the the brunettes. Yeah. Huh. And she was one of my favorite brunettes. I could see yeah, that. She was really wow. Oh wait. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> Labeled. <laughs> I know. I didn't mark these on this box. I was going to do this. That's my favorite. You like that, that one? That went over the music very well, too. That is a nice well. Oh, Can God. Okay, that. last time. This is right. the Staff Make My Damn Movie Step Picks, where we attempt to force you to watch that. Uh, enough of that. Uh, you All can go right. to makemydamnmovie.com to see our list of Staff Picks. What's yours? Mine is Annihilation from mm-hmm. 2018, mm. directed by Alex Garland. Okay. Starring Natalie Portman. Mm. Yes. Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm. Gina Rodriguez. Mm. Tessa Thompson. Okay. And Oscar Isaac. Mm. A biologist slash soldier joins a mission to uncover what happened to her husband inside Area X. Area X is a sinister, mysterious phenomenon that is expanding across America. Okay. Like on the uh, Florida coastline. Gotcha. And once inside, she discovers a world of mutated landscapes and creatures Hmm. as dangerous as it is beautiful that threatens both their lives and sanity. This movie is crazy. Hmm. It's weird. Cool. It's scary. Okay. And at the time this movie came out, Ghostbusters came out, and oh. everybody was droning on about, oh, what a wonderful, you know, mostly female cast, and uh. blah, blah, blah. Yet, this movie came out with an original story 
an all-female cast for the most wow. part. Okay. And went just completely ignored. That's terrible. Anyway, thank God Jason Reitman's doing another Ghostbusters proper sequel. Yeah. Anyway, if you like trippy, scary movies, check out Annihilation. Okie dokie. Mine is called Cooley High from 1975. It stars mm. Glenn Turman, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, Freddie Boom Boom Washington on oh. Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, And wow. Garrett Morris, okay, Saturday Night Live fame, with an amazing Motown soundtrack. A couple of high school buddies called Preach, who dreams of a career in writing in Hollywood, and Cochise, a local basketball hero, have fun hanging out, going to parties, chasing girls, and it's all on the near north side of Chicago in 1964. Whoa. Now, both of these guys have a dream to make it big, and they have the potential to do just that, okay? Mm -hmm. The guys in their crew occasionally attend Edwin C. Cooley Vocational High School, but goofing around is more of a priority than their schoolwork. It's their senior year, and life gets real, real quick, like in the blink of an eye, and growing up takes an unwanted fast track for preach. Check out... Cooley High. You've never Cooley High. I've never, never seen it, nor do I think I've ever heard of it. And that's Sounds what we're going to talk about today. Uh, okay, Cooley High. All right. It's a wonderful coming of age tale about African American kids in the mid '60s in the ghettos of Chicago. Okay? Wow. Now, rich, layered characters audiences can relate to. Now, no matter what your background, no matter where you're from. You are there. You get it. Mm -hmm. You understand. It's fantastic. You got to watch this. It sounds very cool. I'm making everyone Cooley watch this. High. And of all the coming of age period piece movies, I think Cooley High was the film that inspired me the most when I was writing the flip side. Oh, yeah. Because it was just perfect. A perfect well, time piece. Your description really, yeah, it reminded me of the flip side. I used to watch that movie back in the late 70s when it would come on one of the local TV stations, okay? Uh -huh. And as a kid, I was mesmerized by this movie, and it stuck with me through the years up to when I started writing screenplays, mm -hmm. okay? So it's always been in the back of my mind. Yeah. Cooley High starts out light, but touches many elements of life in the unstable... 1960s, and also some other aspects of growing up that are explicitly timeless. Mm -hmm. I think you'll like this movie. Mm. There's sex. Yeah. There's betrayal. Yeah. There's joblessness. Yeah. There's hopelessness. Wow. And even early death. Yikes. Okay? All deep issues that are mixed in in a comedy drama. Yes. A comedy, and it's laugh out loud funny throughout. Okay? Mm. The dramatic moments are weaved in perfectly with the humor, and it is all because of the dazzling directing of the fabulous Michael Schultz. He did a fantastic okay. job on this. He's known for Car Wash. Yeah. And Which Way Is Up, starring Richard Pryor. Many more titles. He did The uh, Disorderlies with the Fat Boys. Holy shit, yes. He's done everything. That. So, Cooley High was a major hit at the box offices. It grossed over $13 million, which back in the mid-70s yeah. was a shit lot of money. And because the budget was so low. Yeah. Yeah, they did it on a dime. Wow. The lighthearted turned tragic storyline fascinated viewers with its comical depiction of carefree best friends, and that's what you want. Right. Right? Glenn Turman, who plays Preach, 
Mm-hmm. And Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, who plays Cochise, are unbelievable in their roles. They were young actors at the time, but oh my God. Again, I think I'm going to say this a lot while we talk about this. You have to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. You can easily identify with their characters, and that's the key to writing great stories. Mm-hmm. Now, Garrett Morris from Saturday Night Live, you know who that is, right? I'm going to have to look him up. Okay, he plays a, a face, school sure. teacher in this movie, okay? Mm-hmm. He was actually, I found out later, he was actually a school teacher in real life, oh. so I guess he drew from that. Right. But when right. they were you know? casting, they said, no, you looked way too young to be a teacher. Oh. But he got the role because he was a teacher, I guess. And he was like, nailed it. Screenwriter Eric Monty took moments from his high school experiences and formed those into a brilliant script. Yeah. Now, Eric Monty is a tragic story, and we're going to talk about that. Okay. So after he dropped out of Cooley Vocational High School, he enlisted in the Army. Soon after his stint in the Army, he hitchhiked to Hollywood and got his big break five years later. But he did what he wanted to do when he was in school. He chased his dream. Yeah. And he got a script accepted by All in the Family, which spawned The Jeffersons. Yes. So he introduced The Jeffersons on All in the Family. Interesting. Eric Monty. Okay. He wrote and co-created a lot of sitcoms for television back in the 70s, Good Times. Yeah. The Jeffersons. What's Happening, which was based on Cooley High. What's Ah, Happening is based on that screenplay. Interesting. In 1977, he filed a lawsuit accusing CBS, Tandem Productions, and producer Norman Lear and others for stealing his ideas (laughs) for good times, the Jeffersons, and what's happening. Eventually, he says, he received a million-dollar settlement and a small percentage of the residuals from good times, but the opportunities to pitch scripts kind of failed after the lawsuit. So he fell on hard times. Damn. And by 2003, his drinking had worsened, and he had developed an addiction to crack. Oh, no. I know. He later declared bankruptcy. Shit. Mm-hmm. And by 2006, he found himself living in a Salvation Army homeless shelter in Bell, California. Holy crap. I know. That's horrible. I know. He appeared to maintain sobriety because apparently the shelter required like regular yes. drug tests. Okay. Yeah. And he pursued attempts to sell television and film scripts, but, you know, didn't happen. And he did a self-published book called Blueprint for Peace. Uh, last I heard, he lives in Portland, Oregon. Okay. Hmm. Now, I'm telling you all That's this crazy. because things can go south real quick. And it pays literally to think everything through in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Correct? That's crazy. Now, this is a screenwriting podcast. And here's a story of a prolific screenwriter who, against all odds, made it Mm -hmm. in Hollywood. His dream realized, and then it all fell apart. (laughs) This is depressing. Well, it can happen, though. See? (laughs) It can. And that brings me to say, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I take away from this, this being a film I loved from my early teens when I had no ambition whatsoever well, yeah. to write what a screenplay, is that virtually anyone that has a great story to tell and persists mm-hmm. can be rewarded, right? True. That's why I'm hoping. Well, yeah. Think I'm doing this yeah. podcast for <laughs> fucking fun? No. It could take some time. You gotta work. And it probably will. But once you get there, tread lightly and keep your eyes open. 
Yes. Correct? Yikes. When I think of the brilliant mind that wrote one of my all-time favorite films, it saddens me that Eric Monte didn't go on to have dozens more successful scripts. Yeah, that's that's disappointing. Watch the damn movie, Cooley High, and you'll see what I'm I'm saying. I'm putting that on my movie list right now. Yeah. Right now. You got to. And for me personally, I would obviously love to have my coming-of-age comedy, The Flip Side, based on events of my life produced. Right. I believe if that were to happen, from what I've been told, it would be a hit. And I wonder if that would be enough, though. You know? Should I leave it there? Uh, Let's let's say it gets made and it's a hit. Should I be satisfied that I got it made and has an audience and be done with it? Just stop? Maybe avoid future tragedies? I don't think you could. I mean, avoid, not avoid future tragedies, but... I'm living in you, tragedy. Never mind. Stop. But I brought that up. I know it's kind of depressing, okay? But I brought it up just to kind of give you a little insight on what could happen. Yeah. And I was so amazed at this Eric Monty and his success. He took a dream from the ghettos of Chicago in the 60s. Yeah. Took it to Hollywood and had success. And then it just fell apart. So you need to keep your eyes open. After his success, it fell apart. That's the crazy thing. I know. So you never know. And there's two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying that it was a tragic story. Man. Yeah, I know. A little depressing. So you're welcome. (laughs) Thanks. But Eric Monty, you would think Hollywood would embrace a, a comeback story. Yeah. Usually they do. No. Cooley High is just one of those movies. And the only reason I'm bringing all this up now is because it popped up on Netflix or something. And I'm like, you know, God, I haven't seen that movie in a few years. And I know it's going to stand up. I knew it would. And it did. As I'm watching it, I'm like, this is just such a wonderfully made film. Yeah. And it just had every person behind the scenes and in front of the camera, the perfect person Mm -hmm. for Every element well, of that movie. Sometimes it's that uh, recipe yeah. that makes a great movie. So what you got to do is you got to take your ideas, especially if they're your own story, and weave them into a screenplay, a script, and it's like, wow, this could happen. I mean, his did. Yeah. You know? I mean, that was a... You got to watch that I movie. mean, man, I bet he just worked his ass off and yeah. sold it and sold it and mm-hmm. sold it until somebody picked it up. Persistence. Yeah. Because it took him five years yeah, to get the pilot or the, the script approved for All in the Family that launched the Jeffersons. Wow. So that's five years. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. You don't know Especially what he's back, doing. You know, are you waiting then. tables? Are you delivering pizza? You yeah. know, what are you doing? I mean, oh, uh, Garrett Morris. I'm looking up Garrett Morris. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember him. He's great. He was hilarious. He's good. Yay! You know what? There's There's another movie that he's in. And I'm going to recommend, it's called The Census Taker. Low budget movie. Taker. (laughs) Pretty good. It's really familiar. It's pretty good. Pretty amazing. Mm. He's good in that. Anyway, there you go. Are we done? I'm going to look up uh, Eric Monty some more. Yeah. And uh, because there's a bunch of interviews I see here. Very interesting character. And uh, what a talent. What a talent. Yeah. And I just really think highly of him because of what he did and what he overcame. And the TV that came from his mind. I am telling you. All the shows. Yes. It Mm, just really opened doors. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Very very cool. That's it. I'm done. Now we're all depressed. No, no, no. 
right, uh, go to MakeMyDamnMovie.com if you want. Yeah. And uh, you can send us a message from that site or look at some pictures <laughs> or I don't know. Do what That's you want. All right, bye. bye. Oh. Gotta give you this.